Hey there, folks, and welcome to another episode of Eddie and His Amazing Friends Hero Cast. Just solo today. It might be solo the rest of the month. I don't know. It's really hard to schedule people around the holidays. People want to hang out with their families, I guess. I don't know. Crazy. But uh, gonna have a little something special today because, you know, I know this episode, which by the way is Batman The Long Halloween Part 1, it's like a, you know, 80-ish minute movie. I have something, I know I'm late, I know I'm late, but if you're interested, stick around till after the movie review because if you have no interest then you can just shut it off, but... I'm going to do a rant, and I'm going to do a rant on the finale, I know I'm late, of How I Met Your Mother. I'll explain why when we get there, but uh, just stay tuned for that. Anyway, as I said, today we are doing Batman A Long Halloween Part 1. Just Part 1. Came out in 2021. Uh, let me see the date exactly. Probably should have had that pulled up. June 22nd, 2021. And uh, by the way, before I forget, follow us on Twitter at EC underscore hero. EC hero cast on Instagram. Uh, myself on Twitter, Eddie C85. That's Eddie with a Y. Or Eddie C85 on Instagram as well. Yes, I think that's everything. Okay, so jump back to June of uh, 2021. Let's go with our champions. It is WWE Champion Bobby Lashley, Universal Champion, you already know. It's Roman Reigns. Uh, NXT Champion Karrion Cross, Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair, NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez, AEW Champion Kenny Omega, AEW Women's Champion, got a new one, Dr. Britt Baker DMD, and the IWGP Heavy World Heavyweight Champion, so they changed the belt, Shingo Takagi joining the list. The number one song is Butter by BTS, a K-pop band. It's a good song. It's a good song. By the way, if you fly Air, like Korean Air, they uh, they do the flight instruction video in with a K-pop band. I don't know what band it is, but it's, I don't know. It's kind of fun, I guess. So, time capsule. What was I doing in June of 2021? I'll tell you what I was doing in June of 2021. I took a day trip to Lakeside. I, or maybe that No, I already messed that up. <laughs> I took a day trip to Lakeside in 2022. Yes. June 2021, it was a overnight trip. I think that. Yeah, overnight trip. So, why is that important? Because Lakeside... So, Lakeside, Ohio, it's not the side of... It's not like... It's actually the name of the place, Lakeside. I know that's like a phrase, but no. It's the name of a, a place in Ohio. It's right up north by Lake Erie. And the reason that's important is I used to go there a lot as a kid. And I think, I'll tell you actually, I'll tell you the final year I went stopped going there as a kid. And I think we just, we, we went every year, then we just, I think we just wanted something new, you know what I'm saying? So I can tell you 
uh, when uh, the final year I went as a kid. And the reason I can tell you that is because it coincides and actually actually has to do with a superhero that we've covered. I'll explain. So, okay. 1994 is when the final time I went. And then just started going back in like 20, ugh, 2019 maybe. Just kind of felt the need to go back. And damn it, if it hadn't changed. And that's the best part, is it hadn't changed. I was expecting, you know, like, where all the old stuff was. Like, oh, the old ice cream parlor. Oh, the old this, the old that. It's like, oh, it's now it's a Starbucks. And now it's a, you know, um, a, an H&R Block or something. No, it stayed the same. It's great. But the reason I remember is because the last time I went there, I picked up... A TV guide because they had a complete breakdown of season two of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They're like, here's what you need to know. Here's all the monsters. Here's Lord Zed. And I was like, whoa, this is like a complete spoiler. Not realizing that it already aired in Japan, so they already had all the photos of everything. But, you know, whatever. So, anyway, it would be where I would go on to propose. More on that, I guess... What, August of 2023? So whatever movie... What did come out in August of 2023? I guess it would be... um, I don't know, Blue Beetle, I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be uh, the time capsule. We are done. And, look, this movie was on uh, Max... Which means it went straight to streaming, no theaters, but it did. So you know the rules with streaming. If it, it It's allowed to drop on DVD and Blu-ray, but it has to go to streaming first. Or at the same time. Can't go to a Blu-ray first. So I have to be the world premiere. So Blu-ray and DVD sales, though, for Batman Long Halloween Part 1, little over 3.6 million. So that's pretty good. But no box office, of course, because it's streaming. But uh, Rotten Tomatoes, pretty good. Much like all these DC animated movies, critics, 100%. How about that? 100% of the critics liked it. Fans, 88%. So real, real high numbers. You love to see it. DC, man, they're animated movies. I don't know. I keep trying to... Look, I keep thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that James Gunn can do something with DC. I don't know. Part of me just thinks maybe it would be best if, you know, Superman was his own movie. Batman was his own movie. And I, I'll be honest, I wouldn't even object if, like, you know, over here there's the Robert Pattinson Batman and he's being the detective. But over here is a different Batman and he's... Fighting Mr. Freeze and Clayface and Poison Ivy and all the villains that you really couldn't do in the Batman detective style. You know? That's just me. That's just me. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, don't really talk about the cast too, too much in animated movies. It's just, I don't know. I usually just shout them out like Jensen Ackles. 
Soldier Boy is uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Jensen Ackles. I think this would be not counting the um uh, what do you call it the boys not counting the boys reviews that we did. This would be his uh, podcast movie debut. I think for old Jensen. I think maybe. Uh, we also have how about this one? Josh Dumel as Two Face. Hmm. They get some pretty good names. They usually do. Um. Yeah. And, oh, speaking of uh, Batman Detective, Calendar Man would make a really good villain for, like, the Robert Pattinson Batman. Calendar Man's in this. He's making the podcast debut. Although, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess he would. I guess he would. I was thinking that's similar to Riddler, but, eh, you, you can you can differentiate them, I think. Anyway. I guess we can dive into the plot. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I oh, the history of this movie. I always forget that. Uh there is none. So, there you go. Although I do own the graphic novel. So, but if you're asking me how it compares, I honestly don't remember. It's been such a long time. <laughs> Uh, you know what, I got a plane flight, a long plane flight coming up in February, so maybe, maybe it's time to, maybe it's time to reread that, what do you think? I think so. Alright, so, now we may dive into the plot. So, we open with Bruce Wayne, he say, uh, he believes in Gotham City, as, uh, gangsters shoot up an Italian restaurant, as they are known to do. Just... The old Italian stereotype. Come on now. Uh, during the opening credits, though, we see Harvey Dent is elected to DA. So the movie begins. Bruce wakes up in the evening, as one does. Which, yeah, I know. He's, he's Batman, so he works all night. I get it. And it's Halloween. And Bruce is like, uh, Alfred, why is the gate open? We never get trick-or-treaters. He's like, oh, come on, Master Wayne. Where's your Halloween spirit? <laughs> but, um... Yeah, he, uh, he being Bruce, is called in. Uh, oh, well, Batman is called in, not Bruce. And as is Harvey Dent, bat signal. And Batman shows up. They tell him a key witness who was set to testify against Carmine Falcone was killed. And across the roof, Catwoman is looking on. So, of course, Harvey Dent was mad because he's like, ah, you know, that was my key witness. I was going to put Carmoni behind bars forever, and he's mad. So, at a meeting with uh, Carmine, he blames Dent for his nephew's death. I don't. I guess he didn't know that his nephew was about to flip, or at least Dent thought he was about to flip. And even if they believe it was one of, uh, they actually believe it was one of Maroni's men who did the killing. So during the meeting, someone who talks at a turn is killed. He's thrown off a stairwell, I guess. You know those like stairwells where it's like uh, it's, it's a square, and this you just look down and you can see the the floor, and then the stairs go all the way around and all. The, so yeah, he's tossed in one of those. He's dead. Um, I'll save the R.I.P. He wasn't a real one. So um. Then we meet, uh, we meet, uh, Carmoni, this is Carmoni, we meet Carmine's nephew, 
Um, his name is Alberto, and he enjoys his crossword puzzles. Although he called, what did he call them? It was like um, knowledge games or something like that. And he's like, they're not crossword puzzles. They're they're knowledge games or something, knowledge exercises. And uh, yeah, he's just uh, you know. Anyway, he's there, but uh, more on him later. They all, I will say they all kind of laugh at him. He's just kind of the black sheep of the family. But So we cut to Cat Woman, not a cat, the Cat Woman, who leads Batman to Falcone's warehouse. It's full of money, and Harvey Dent is there, and he burns it all based on a coin flip. So Harvey's already, um, he's losing it, folks. I don't know. I don't remember. Because, like I said, it's been so long. You know what? There's a good chance I never read the graphic novel. I don't remember. I know I own it. I do know I own it. I promise you that. But maybe I haven't read it. I'm very behind on my books. So, there it is. So, yeah, Harvey Dent's already losing it, folks. And uh, something tells me he'll be Two-Face in Part 2. So, in return, Falcone blows up Dent's house. Seems fair. And Batman goes after the bomber. Its name, his name is Mickey Chen. He tracks him down in an alley. Chen has some friends who show up, and Batman takes him out with the help of Catwoman. It's a pretty good action scene there. And during this, Chen gets away and ends up in the sewer. And Chen runs into the podcast debut of Solomon Grundy. <laughs> I'll tell you, The Long Halloween would make a great movie. You could not include Solomon Grundy in this. It's so random. It's like, what is this guy doing here? If I didn't know who he was, I would just be like, what is happening? Why is there a big giant Frankenstein in the sewer? (laughs) But, yeah. He stops him and hands him over to Batman. (laughs) So the Dents are in the hospital. They get flowers from Falcone family. We actually see it was Alberto sent the flowers. He's Carmine's son, by the way. And Carmine did not like it. He's like, you don't speak for the family, and slaps him around. And So at the hospital, Gordon gives Dent a gun. He says, you know, for protection, you never know. We also see that it's now Thanksgiving night. So fast forward a little bit. At a Thanksgiving meal, Chen and his family are gunned down. So Batman visits Calendar Man, kind of, you know, ask a, a serial killer... About another serial killer. Little uh, Silence of the Lambs action. And we find out... Well, yeah, he just asks him about, like, hey, what's going on? And uh, find out it's uh, December 24th when Batman finally goes to visit him, by the way. So there's a bit of a time jump. And he asks him who the killer is. Only kills on holidays. And Calendar Man dubs the killer Holiday. And suggests, well, it's either Harvey Dent... Or it could be Falcone, could be Maroni. I don't know. Those are my three guesses. That's basically what he says. And we also see that a guard helped the Joker escape Arkham Asylum because he threatened uh, his son. So now the Joker's out. Just what we need, right? So Dent goes back home. I guess it's uh, they rebuild it. And Joker's there and threatens to kill his wife. Instead, he just knocks him out, and Batman finds Dent, and Dent tells him he went to Maroni's, and Maroni reveals that Joker attacked him, too, 
and he's probably after Falcone next. We cut to Falcone, and the Joker has him tied up. Joker leaves, and Falcone's bodyguard chases after him. Joker gets away, and the bodyguard is gunned down by Holiday. Mm. You know, I don't remember who, or I, I, I won't even say I won't remember. I don't know who the identity of Holiday is, so I'm intrigued. It is a little strange. Like, I don't know much about Calendar Man, but doesn't he... Like, I'm pulling up his Wikipedia now. Isn't he basically the same deal? Yeah. This is what Wikipedia says. Calendar Man is known for committing crimes that correspond with holidays and significant dates. And he wears a costume to correlate the date. Oh man, that would be a... He would be a really good movie character. Like a mall Santa shoots someone or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe it'll happen. But yeah, um... Interesting, interesting that uh, there's like two killers that kill on certain days. That's kind of, I won't say lazy because Holiday does have a, we don't know who Holiday is, but uh, it's a little strange, don't you think? Anyway, Bruce then attends a yacht party on New Year's Eve, so we had a new holiday. Falcone, you can guess what's going to happen, could be a murder. Falcone delivers a special special message that uh, Alberto thinks is about him, but it's actually about Bruce Wayne. It's like, oh, the son I'm so proud of, and da da da. And it's Bruce Wayne. Bruce is then summoned to the ball dropping ceremony because Joker's flying a plane over the event. He's about to gas all the people in Gotham. And Batman accuses him of being Holiday. Joker says he's not Holiday, he wants to kill Holiday because he's competition. And he wants to be, you know, the number one killer in Gotham. <laughs> Batman's like, well, why are you going to gas all these people down there? And Joker says, well, Holiday's probably down there. There's a half million people down there. And Holiday kills on holidays. This is a holiday. He's probably there. And I'm going to gas them. And I'll probably get him. And if he's not down there, he literally says like, well, then half a million innocent people just died. And then he laughs about it. <laughs> it's good stuff. So, Joker then drops a hint about Holiday being Alberto. Hmm. Batman crashes the plane, ties Joker up to a clock tower. So, back on the yacht, Alberto tries to hit on Selina Kyle, and that didn't go very well. And then Batman confronts Alberto, and he is certain. He is certain that he is Holiday. And I can't believe Selina Kyle did this. She's just like, like Batman lands and he's she's just like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> really? We're just going to drop his identity just like that. And Alberto's like, "What? What? Batman's Bruce Wayne?" And then Batman basically just starts accusing Alberto of being Holiday, and Alberto rejects this. As the clock strikes midnight, Happy New Year, fireworks go off and Alberto is shot by Holiday, of course. And Alberto falls overboard, and he meets a grisly end. He falls overboard and is chopped up by the ship's propellers. <laughs> so, we're not going to have an autopsy there. And then Batman chases after Holiday, but he gets away. The police all show up, and Dent asks, You know, we started trying to take down Falcone, now we're trying to protect him. How'd we get here? 
Gord says, better question is, who's Holiday and who's next? And we'll wait and find out. I guess we'll find out what uh, Martin Luther King Day is the next holiday. <laughs> now, I, I peeked ahead. I don't know who Holiday is, but it's Valentine's Day is the next time he does his killing. I was just curious. I'm like, is, he, is it Martin Luther King Day? Is that what we're doing? Or President's Day? No? Okay. Wait. Is it, did I get President's Day right? I think that's right. President's Day 2024. Yeah, February 19th. Okay. I can't. The President's Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, you know, those all kind of run together for me. But Martin Luther King Day, June, Martin Luther King Day, I know, is in January. So, yeah, President's Day, February 19th next year. So, there you go. That was Batman the Long Halloween Part 1. Like I said, short episode, but it's, you know, it's an 80-minute movie, and we don't really talk about the cast on animated movies, so, um, I will tell you in case you're planning on dropping out, because you don't care about how I met your mother, but, uh, next week, got a couple episodes before part two, but, uh, next week, Disney Plus, it is Black Widow, I'll try to have a guest, but, again, it's tough during the holidays, people, people work, and then they... Spend time with our families. It's weird. And then the week after that will be Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, and then Batman the Long Halloween Part 2. So, a couple weeks. couple weeks. Don't spoil it if you don't know. Actually, you should probably watch the movie. Which reminds me, I should give it a grade. Um, Man, DC, they just... These they they really don't miss when it comes to uh, when it comes to animated movies. Like they've all been really good. I'll just recap: Wonder Woman, Bloodlines, eight out of ten. Um, what was next? Superman, Red Sun. Uh, myself and Adam, the guests, eight and a half each. Justice League, uh, Dark, Apocalypse War. I gave it an eight. Simon gave it an eight. And then we had. Uh, I feel like there was one more. No. Okay. Then the, now we have Batman the Long Halloween. So I'm going to give this... Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. It's just... They're an easy watch. They're quick. They're to the point. The Solomon Grundy was a little random. I don't... not sure why he was in this movie. Maybe there'll be a payoff. I know Batman, like... There was a scene where like he sends him a Thanksgiving dinner, which was kind of funny. But... Um, yeah. I just... I don't know. But, yeah, looking forward to seeing who the holiday is. And, again, this would make a... You could do this as a live-action movie. You could. I'm just saying. Look, I think the thing... I, I think with source material... Not that you need to do a shot-for-shot remake of the uh, of the animated movie, but you every movie we've reviewed... A DC animated movie, you could turn into a live action movie, and it would be perfectly fine. Now you'd have to change some things. Again, in this one, like Solomon Grundy, it's just it's too inside baseball. You know, it's like I know who he is, but because I'm familiar with it, but like audiences are gonna be like, why is there this big monster in the sewer? That doesn't make any sense. But there's little changes like that. But man, you could you could do that, right? I think you could do that pretty easily, and I think it'd be. I think it'd be good. And look, the thing about source material is if the hardcore fans like it, 
then chances are the wider audience will like it too. You, again, you, I don't want to say dumb it down, but alter it a little bit. And I think audiences will, will be fine with it. I think that's one of the problems with like video game movies. For so long, they struggled and they were so bad. And it's like, Mario is a perfect example. Like, you look at the Mario from 93, which I know people are starting to, like, whitewash and be like, actually, Mario from 93 was good. Look, if you loved it, more power to you. I thought it sucked as when I was an 8-year-old, and I think it sucks now. So, look, it, whether you loved it or not, it has nothing to do with the source material. Right? It's like, that's not the Mushroom Kingdom. Bowser was not a, dra- a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I mean, there's just... There's nothing about that that is really that true to the source material. But then you look at the new Mario, very true to the source material. So I think as long as it's like, you know, the source material is good. You should try to lift as much from the source material as you can because that's what makes it good. The problem is the average person isn't going to pick up a graphic novel like a a 40-year-old man isn't going to pick up a graphic novel and read it. But, like, a 40-year-old man might take his two kids to see Batman The Long Halloween if it was a movie. You get it? That's my thought. I don't know what James Gunn's going to plan on doing. Doesn't sound like he's going to do that, but... I don't know. That'd be my idea. I always keep saying, don't try to be like Marvel. And I would say... I mean, I'm not saying don't do a share universe, but, like... Certainly don't do a multiverse. You know, I mean, they already did with Flash, but he's rebooting it, so it doesn't matter. But, yeah, I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. What do I know? Anyway, uh, that's what's up next week. If you don't care about this rant, take it easy. Uh, You're going to still have to wait for the quote. I'm not going to drop the quote. Oh, RIP to a real one, Alberto. I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, but yes, uh, I'll drop the quote after. The quote has to end no matter what. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. But this was a quick episode. I'll make it up to you with this rant. So, why am I so late to the party? Well, the show ended in 2014. <laughs> and I'm nine years late. But I started watching it this year on Hulu. And it was really, really good. The show, it's it's about relationships it's about growing and development and just time spent with friends and looking back and seeing where you've come seeing things like for instance for instance I think about things in my life where it's like the show does I mean like I was offered a job what year was that 2019 in 2019 I was offered a job in Las Vegas and I thought about taking it because it's like, hey, Las Vegas is pretty cool. That'd be fun to live in. And I needed a fresh start. I was just going nowhere with my career. I was not happy. You name it. And I really thought about it. And I, I said, no, I didn't do it for a few reasons, but I just didn't do it. And it's like I look back and it's like, what if I had taken it? It would have been, what was it, May of 2019 is when this job would have started. Well, we know what happened in March of 2020, right? So Las Vegas shut down for, what, like four or five months? You know, my lease would have been up in my apartment if I'd have gotten one during that period. 
I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have just said, well, this didn't work out and moved back home. And then been unemployed. And I would have sold my house. And I'd be like, well, this sucks. I'm back to... You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. You, you never know. You never know. Maybe and there's another universe that maybe something different happened. I don't know. But that's kind of what the show makes me think about. It's like all these little things. And that's kind of what leads up to him meeting the mother. It's like all these little things that happen. And the show does this great job of leading these little breadcrumbs and being like, oh, if only I'd have done this differently, then I wouldn't have met her. And it's really, really good. But people kept telling me, even my own fiance was saying like, man, you're not going to like the finale. And I was like, no, I don't. The show's writing is too good. How am I going to not like the fia- the finale? I mean, maybe it's going to be too cheesy. Is that what it is? But no, I didn't want any details. But so, oh, this finale. So if they'd have just stopped like two episodes earlier, it would have been fine. Barney gets married. I'm assuming you all know the, the show if you're listening to this, but it's like Barney gets married to Robin and which I will say this they did a good job building that relationship up because you know I knew they got back together the show tell the show tells you they get back together before they get back together it spoils it and I was like man I'm not I don't want them to get back together they were together once and it sucked they it was a bad relationship and somehow they managed to make it work, you know, like they managed to, um, you know, make you want to, uh, see them back together. And I was like, man, I did I did not think that they would be able to pull that off because they were so bad together that I didn't want the, those characters to get back together. But Hey, shout out, uh, you know, Neil Patrick Harris and, uh, Kobe Smulders from, uh, for being able to, to pull that off. She's actually, uh, oh, Robin Shabonsky's been on the Hero Cast. She was, uh, she was, um, oh gosh, what was the Shield's name? She was one that dies, like, um, Maria. She's, she's now dead. She died in Secret Invasion. But yeah, she's the one who died in, um, when, at the end of Infinity War, when Nick Fury's, you know, uh, right before he summons Captain Marvel. So... Yeah, that was old Robin. Uh, but yeah, so I, you know, I'm I'm watching and I'm like, okay, they made me want to see them get back together. Perfect. I didn't think they could, but they did it, and I was impressed. I was impressed that they were able to pull that off. And then what do they do in the very next episode? They're just like, well, we're divorced. And look, I understand in real life couples do get divorced. I've been in two weddings, one of which I was the best man at. The other one was just a groomsman. And those weddings did not last. You know? And it, it happens. I understand that. I've also been in a wedding where, I mean, at the when they got married, I was, of course, you know, I, I assumed that they wouldn't make it, and they have. But when they started to get serious, I was like, I don't know if they'll make it. I mean, I hope they do. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I don't know. This is a strange pairing. I just don't know. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I really, really do. And I was. And I was glad. Don't get me wrong. 
But, you know, that's just, uh, that's how it goes sometimes. So I understand that. But at the same time, you're a TV show. You can do whatever you want. And it's like you had this great character growth of Barney where he starts off as this womanizer jerk. And then there were two lines that really made me fine with them getting together. One was, I forget if we said this too, but they were like, Barney, you've been playing the game for so long. It's like, don't you want to win? And to him, it's like winning is finding the right girl and settling down. And then that's what he did. And then the other one was Robin telling Ted, she's like, you know, this relationship with us doesn't make any sense. And Ted says, well, love doesn't always make sense. So it was those two lines that really was like, okay, I'm fine with them getting back together. And then they just undid it in one episode. I was like, geez. And then they made, they they had Barney revert back to his old ways. It's like, you just threw away nine seasons worth of character growth. And... Like, ugh, what a, what a rotten end. Like, this, and then I'll finish the Barney stuff, because, I mean, you know, at least Lily and Marsha, they didn't really ruin, they just, you know, them they actually gave an appropriate ending to. But then the other thing that they did with Barney is they're like, oh, like, it feels like the writers were like, oh, crap. Don't you think that the audience is going to want Barney to have some character growth, and we just threw it all away in one episode? Huh, what do we do? Oh, oh, I know, quick, just give him a baby. It's like, really? The baby just felt like such a throw-in. And they, It was such a throw-in, they didn't even give the mother of the baby a name. They didn't even show her. She was just number 31 in his perfect month, where he hooked up with a girl every day. And it's like, oh, and she just happened to get pregnant. And Barney didn't want a baby, and then he finally got one. It's like, oh, Barney got a daughter. Isn't that appropriate? And now he's telling other girls to stop dressing scantily, and he's being a dad. And it's like, I guess, I guess that's an appropriate ending. I mean, it's really not. Like, the other ending was better. This one, I I get what they were going for, but the other ending was way better. But my God, I, I was... I was messaging my fiance Maurice, and I was like, "Barney got divorced. That's why everybody hates it." Like that—that that was dumb. And she's like, "Oh, just wait." And I was like, "Okay, how could there be? How could they screw it up worse than this?" Oh, they do. Oh, they do. So they finally introduce the mother at the very end of season eight. She's this nice, petite, cute little girl. Not little, but, you know, small in stature. And she she's a character all throughout season nine, Tracy. And she's this nice, sweet, innocent girl. All the other friends meet her first. She gives them all great advice. She's nice and motherly. And then Ted finally meets her. And they have great chemistry and, like, the flash-forward scenes. And it's like, man, this is great. I love this. <laughs> and... It's like, what do they do? They kill her off. What? They killed her off. Somehow they said she got sick. And at the very end, when Ted's telling this story to the kids, and apparently this was the ending that they always wanted. Because, you know, the, the, the actors, when they started, they filmed their finale, too, because... You know, these actors were teenagers. The show went for nine seasons. The teenagers are going to 
age, obviously, so they filmed all that at once, and it's like, you could have changed this. Like, you're telling me that you didn't once change your opinion on something throughout the filming of the show, but the one thing you were, like, consistent on was this crappy ending? It's like, man, what a... Did you not do test audiences? Did they not tell you that this sucks? Like... So, yeah, they killed off the mother. And it's like, the show is called How I Met Your Mother. And then it turns out, it's like, oh, well, I was just telling you this story. You know, and the kids are like, yeah, Dad, but Mom's barely in it, you know. Uh, this story is about you and Robin, and we love Robin. If you want permission to date Robin, go for it. And then he ends up with Robin. It's like, show. Show. What? In the hell are you doing? How did anyone think this was a good idea? How did anyone think this was a good idea? I even looked at old tweets to see if like anyone liked it. I scrolled through a couple hundred. And I found one person that liked it. And then even the comments were like, Shut up, you're dumb. Like, no, this was bad. So even the one person who liked it got shouted down. And it's like, I understand what they were going for. I really do couple things. Number one, in your life, not everyone, but sometimes, you will find people that you're like, man, this is perfect for me. And and for Ted, that was Robin. For me, I'm not going to give her name, but I, it, I met her in 2012. Okay? I met her in 2012, and we got along so great. And by, uh, man, we got along really, really well. And, uh, you know, I didn't know her for nine straight years like Ted knew Robin. But, I mean, by 2014, I would say I was like, man, I'm absolutely going to marry this girl. I know I am. I know I am. Even though, much like Robin, there were things about her that were... I won't say bad because it's like that's who she is. That's you know she did not want. She had a kid, but she did not want any more. I did, and she never wanted to get married. She was fine just living with someone forever. I did want to get married. So okay, a little bit differences. I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong, but it's like ultimately, you know, I I was really close with her for two three years. And then we just kind of drifted apart. But it's like, that whole time we were together, I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to get married. I know where this is this is going to be. And it wasn't. And I'm better off for it. And that's what Ted's... Like, that's what Robin should have been to Ted. It's like, they got along great, but there were a few red... Not red flags, that's not the right word. But there were a few things that like they fundamentally disagreed on. Like kids. You know? Like the fact that she basically chose Barney over him. And they just, they put him back together after you introduce this character. And it's like, look, the point is that Ted went through all of this, waited through all this crap, and he was going to do a fresh start, much like I was going to do a fresh start in Las Vegas, and then he was going to go to Chicago, and then he didn't. And finally, you know, he just, he meets this girl at a wedding, and it's like, hmm, there's something there. And then it ends up being his wife, much like me. 
I just I relate to Ted a lot. This is probably why this ending pissed me off so much. Cause like much like me, if you listen to Oh Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, go listen to that episode. Cause I mentioned I I went on a date. I'm almost positive of Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider two. But in case it wasn't, it would have been the first Ghost Rider. But I'm almost positive of Spirit of Vengeance. It was a long time ago. It would have been in uh, spring of 2022. So, but much you can hear it in my voice. I was just like, man, I went on a date and now she left town. It's like, man, I don't. This isn't sitting well with me. Like, there's something there. And I'll tell you, with with that feeling that I had with Maurice, who's now my fiance, that was like. Ted and Tracy, and it was way more than I had with the other girl. And again, I was certain I would marry the other girl. And now I'm like, man, I was crazy for thinking that. This is way better. Like, I didn't know it would get this good. That's how it should have been. And that, to me, I think a lot of guys can relate to that. I think a lot of guys can relate to that. I have friends who have, you know... You know, they've been with girls, and it's like, this is the one. And then they meet someone better, and it's like, whoa... I didn't know, you know, and that's that's why they screw up the ending so bad because they're like, no, we're just going to revert back to the same old, same old. It's like, plus they killed the mother. It's like, the show is How I Met Your Mother. And yes, the mother, the kids were right. The mother is barely in the story. She's in one season out of nine. But it's like, if I were to write, like if I were going to write a book, like, write a book about your dating life, Eddie. I would say, okay, well, you know, how far back should we go, you know? I don't know. I mean, I, look, I'll, I'll go back to when I met this one girl in, what was I say, 2012. You know, that was, a, 2012, 13, 14 was a great year for me because I was living alone for the first time. Things were good. Then maybe I hit a little bit of a financial rough spot and had to move back home. That was not as fun. But 2017, I got my house. And, you know, that might be a good start to the, my, the book, you know. Like, okay, 2017 is when I was really serious about dating. Really serious. 2017, serious dating. 2018, serious dating. 2019, and not so much 2019. Or, sorry, not so much 2018 because I had two jobs. But 2019, 2020, no, because no one wanted to go out for some reason. And then 2021, 22, you get it. So my, quote, sitcom would probably start in 2017. So, because I think to get the full effect, you have to, I mean, it's like, oh, how'd you meet your mother? Well, we met uh, mutual friends, not mutual friends, but her friend took her to a restaurant and met me. And it's like, that's... What does that mean? Like, who are these people? Like, show me your ups and downs. So, that's why the ending messed... That's why the ending was so disappointing to me. And I just... I don't understand how they didn't change that. (sighs) Anyway, that was my rant. I just... I had to... I really had to get that out because... You know, I talked to people about it and they were like, Yeah, we know. We watched the show nine years ago. It's like... Well, sorry. I'm late. So, you know, that's whatever. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, feels good to get that out. Feels good. Feels good. 
hopefully you enjoyed it. But, but by the way, do watch the show. The show, if you've not seen it, is really, really good. It's really good. But just, you know, finale is, uh, is one of the worst I've, worst I've seen. One of the worst I've seen. It's down there with Seinfeld, which, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I'll get out of here on a quote. This is Alberto, RIP to a real one. This is uh, right after he got shot. This was the final words of Alberto because he was. This is directed at Batman, who was so certain that he knew who. Uh, or sorry, Batman was so certain that he knew that Alberto was Holiday. And Alberto, again, who really loved his crosswords, he says. <clears throat> You're missing so many pieces. Yes, man!